Welcome to How She Got Here, Conversations with Everyday Extraordinary Women. It is my belief that every woman has something inside her only she can do. The more we share the stories of other women who have already discovered their thing, the more it inspires, encourages, and empowers other women to do the same. Hey, Pod Sisters. I am so excited for you to dig into this conversation. My guest is Marty McDonald, founder of Boss Women Media. Boss Women Media is an offline, online women's empowerment community and media company. We talk about what that means, as well as what it's like to leave your corporate job and follow your entrepreneurial goals. Y'all, Marty is brave and is a huge risk taker. She is not afraid to go after big things. Boss Women Media is everything we talk about here at How She Got Here. It's women supporting women. It's a platform for connection. It's educational. It's women celebrating women. It's awesome. And I am here for all of it. Make sure to check out bosswomen.org and follow on Instagram at Boss Women Media and at Marty Motivates. And don't forget to get your tickets to Boss Woman of the Year here in Dallas on September 21st. More of that in our upcoming conversation. So without further ado, here's Marty. Well, good morning, Miss Marty. Thank you so much for joining me um, today. I'm really looking forward to this conversation um, and getting to know you a little bit better and hearing um, a little bit about Boss Women Media. Um, for our audience who does not know you or Boss Women Media yet, um, sh if you wouldn't mind, I'd love to open up by sharing a little bit about yourself and about how Boss Women Media came into being. Yeah, thank you. First of all, thank you so much for having me. Um, I'm actually kind of dealing with a little bit of like a nasally sinus infection. So I apologize if I sound like I'm talking out of my nose because I kind of am. But thank you so much. I'm so thrilled to be here and just to share my story. Um, Boss Women Media is an offline, online women's empowerment community and media company. And what I mean by offline, online. Offline, we create experiences for women to connect through the lens of brands. Online, we create content that women need to thrive in their careers and in their lives. Boston the Media was started in 2016 as a personal need for me. Um, I was a girl sitting in corporate America feeling so isolated and feeling like, where are my people at? Where are the girls at who are going through the same things that I'm going through? Navigating salary negotiation, navigating moving from manager to director, navigating the corporate space of feeling like a complete imposter because, oh, by the way, I'm the only black girl that's in the boardroom. And I feel like my voice has been um, assimilated to someone else's identity. And so I created this movement because I tried several things in Dallas and I couldn't find anything that quite felt like this was my tribe of people. Um, in 2016, I had a brunch at Neiman Marcus Cafe. I had 25 women um, attend, 15 of them who I had no idea who they were at all. I put it on Eventbrite and I thought, man, this could really be something incredibly powerful, um, specifically for millennial women and millennial women of color who need um, an outlet and a space. And so that's really how we formulated. Um, since then, um, we have really just been taking 
sitting at the table and trying to take as many names as possible of owning who we are as a brand and really showcasing to our community that you can create and have whatever you want and desire with a little bit of grit and determination. Um, I quit my corporate job about a year ago um, to pursue Baltimore Media full-time, and it has been a roller coaster ride of ups, downs, highs, lows, and everything in between. But I wouldn't change it because every day I wake up and I say, I am ready to kick ass, I am ready to take names, and I am ready to be the voice and advocate that my community needs. I love that. That is so exciting. And wow, you have really gone out there now and made this your full-time gig. That is really cool. And th- I find that really brave. It, 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 I, I would say brave more than even cool because sometimes we think entrepreneurship is this glamorous, sexy thing. And really, to be honest, there isn't even a blueprint written for entrepreneurship because it's going to look different for everyone, right? And so while, yes, it felt very cool and liberating to say, hey, I am quitting and I'm going to go follow my own passions and pursue my dreams and desires of my heart, it was extremely scary knowing that I wouldn't have a paycheck coming in every two weeks. And I would have to figure out how to monetize this brand and create it um, where it was not just um, a community, but it was a profitable company. And to be completely uh, frank and transparent, I'm still trying to navigate what that looks like um, on a weekly, on a daily basis. Um, But I know that the need is, uh, is so desired. No, I think you're Marty. I think you're absolutely right. Um, And I would love to talk a little bit about Boss Women Media specifically because I'm seeing and I've noticed that they all have their own niche, which is what I'm kind of getting at here. Boss Women Media, it's part of like your, your, your thing. I'm not saying this right. Your brand is not part of anything, but I'm noticing a lot of these types of women's groups popping up like this. And I'm wondering if you've thought about what makes yours stand out from some of the others. Yes. I mean, that's, that's something that I think about on a daily basis. This morning I was just kind of going back over what is the strategy of the brand, right? Who are we talking to? What are the talking points? What are the platforms? Um, I feel like what makes our brand stand out the most and the thing that I work incredibly hard at making sure that I provide is that, One, it is not just a social organization, right? So where I would like to say, um, you know, come and we're going to all connect and that's it. That's not really who we are. That's not what we want to even be either. Um, So we're, yes, our events are very Instagrammable. We want to make sure that we are providing our women with real tools and resources that they can apply And so um, we just ended a five-city tour um, through a partnership with Sugar Fina called Black Girl Magic. And we were very intentional about who we selected as speakers and the information that we wanted our women to take away. So when you checked into the event, you received a card. Your card might have been blue, green, yellow, um, uh, pink, purple. 
but whoever else had that same color card, you were to go connect with. Because we know that success is defined by the connections you make and the consistency that you have. And so if you are in a world where you are not connected, you are in a place that leaves you desolate and it leaves you fighting to figure out resources that if you had the connections for could be easy easy to navigate. So we know how important connections are. So that's one of the first ways we make sure that we bridge of changing the way women connect is our mission statement. And then secondly, we want to make sure that we are super intentional on what the information is that we're giving to our community. So when you're given a program of what's going to happen today, on the back of the program, it shows these are the takeaways. This is a place for you to be writing notes. These are the things we want you to take away, how to create a brand, whether you're in corporate America, as we identify them as our corporate queens, or if you're an entrepreneur and you're kind of a startup position, we want you to identify how to create a brand that stands out, right? Um, how to make sure that you're fighting for the pay that you deserve, whether it's through a partnership opportunity or it's through you sitting in a space in corporate and you're up for a raise and you don't know how to, you know, find your voice and saying, no, I am worth more. And so we're very intentional in the information that we're giving, but we make it so easy where you know when you leave what your action steps are. And I think that's what makes us a little bit different. And also another thing that makes us different is that um, while we are not a black woman organization only, our community is full of millennial women of color. And I would say probably 95% of them are millennial women of color. We are super intentional, though, about every woman needs to be bringing their voice to the table and sounding off for change to happen, not just one race. So we welcome everyone. We don't want to isolate anyone. But um, what's natural to people is that they um, they congregate with people who look like them, sound like them, identify by them. But we know for change to happen, everybody, everyone's voice needs to be um, at the in the space and at the table. You made so many good points there. I kind of want to jump back just a second. I realized after you were talking about brand for a minute that you were not specifically talking about entrepreneurs creating a brand. You were also talking about the importance of personal brand. Am I correct? Yes, that's correct. Mm -hmm. That is such a good point and so important and something that back in the day when I was in corporate America, I probably didn't think about enough. So thank you for highlighting that. I really appreciate that. I think that's so important. And I think... I don't know. Sometimes I feel like I miss the boat on remembering to do that sometimes. Um, so I appreciate that. Um, and then I really love and admire this, this niche, this niche you've created. Um, I think, I think it's just so needed right now. Um, you know, we see, I think, Oftentimes we're highlighting a lot of the um, changes that are going on in the environment around us. And I know there's a lot of amazing stuff, amazing, amazing, I can't speak today, amazing stuff happening. Um, But at the same time, it just needs to be, we just need to keep pushing it forward, pushing it forward. And I, I want everybody listening to remember that 
we've just got to keep this work going. It can't, we can't let it stall out. I, I, I don't right. know why that's in my brain lately, but I worry about that sometimes. It's like, oh, well, Marty McDonald created this and some of these groups are popping up and it's already done. And I'm like, no, 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 we got, we got to keep going. We got, we got to keep up yeah. with the momentum. Um, yeah. And I love this. I love this connection in real life that you're, it's not just online, it's in real life. I think sometimes in today, today that's just so easy to forget. Tell me a little bit, and I don't know if I asked this beforehand or not, but once an event is over, is there, do you have a way for everybody to kind of reconnect online if maybe they don't live in the same area? Like say, because I know you're on your five city tour, if maybe some people flew into a specific area and then they kind of went back out to maybe an hour away to their own community or something, is there a way for them to stay connected afterwards? Yeah. So, um, obviously they can connect through our e-newsletter, um, that we send out weekly that really has four platforms that we highlight through information. Um, it's, um, the four platforms are small business, big dreams, um, the glow up money moment, um, uh, money matters. And then we highlight boss women. So that's a way that we kind of package everything together and say, here's what we're talking about. Here's what we're doing, right? Um, we also have a daily text message that goes out. It's called our Hey Girl, Hey Text. It's Hey Girl, Hey, kick ass today, kick butt today. Like, we want you to, like, just be affirmed, right? Um, and then we also have social media. But we're working on something behind the scenes. Um, we're working on an app right now um, for launch in August. And that app is called Boss Connect. And basically, if you have come to an event or if you've never come to an event, right, you can see all of the people who have come to the event based on the app because the app is the check-in point. But it lends itself as its own rallying community for women to come together. So say I'm looking for a mentor, right? I go on the app and I see profiles of women that I'm interested in either mentoring or um, or really soliciting help from, right? Um, I might need a graphic designer. I can go onto this app and this space and look up, and it's for women by women. And so um, that's, a, that's a space where we're really trying to intentionally connect with women who don't necessarily live in a certain area or space or community, but we can just rally together no matter where you're at. That... That is really, really interesting. And I cannot wait to dive into that once that launches. And you said that's going to be in August, right? Yes. So that is just around the corner. That is really <laughs> fun. Oh, my gosh. I can't even imagine the work that goes in behind creating an app. Oh, my God. Me neither. I couldn't imagine it either until we started exploring it. But it's been fun. And we know it's needed. Because, like, okay, we have LinkedIn, right? Yep. But to be honest, LinkedIn is such the very it's the mainstream professional space right and you normally nine times out of ten you get on LinkedIn when you're trying to look for a job right but there's not a lot of community connections happening on LinkedIn and so and it's also this space that has been that has been set and created for you not to be able to really share your identity of who you truly are only within this very professional space and we want our women to be able to showcase the, their 360 view of themselves, right? All while helping propel them forward in their careers. And so um, we're really excited about this. And more so, 
excited because we need to continue, as you said, creating these spaces um, for for women to know that it, it's okay. Absolutely. I want to jump back just a second. I want to talk a little bit about the five city tour you were on. Um, how did that come about? Is that something that you see like as an annual thing? Because I'm sure that took a lot out of you. Um, just share a little bit about that experience and if you plan to do it again, maybe about what you have coming up in the future. Yeah, no, totally. So it's, it was probably one of the most ironic things. So I believe in like the power of manifestation and visualizing. And last year I had a vision, um, I, I was just doing like some whiteboarding and I said, okay, this is what I want to do for boss in 2019. I want to go on a tour, but I had no idea who I was going to do the tour with, right? Um, I just knew that we needed to be reaching and touching more women, that we could not be identified just as this Dallas box brand, right? Um, Although we have tremendous strides to continue to make just in the Dallas area, which is very important for me not to get stuck in a box. And so um, as I'm writing down what that looks like, um, I had wrote down Target as the, I'm going to pitch Target, and we're going to do a five-city tour with Target. We're going to do, like, these mini brunches in Target. And I sent them the pitch, and they said that they didn't have capacity for it. And in true Marty fashion, a no does not mean a no to me. I just keep hustling until I figure out who's going to say yes. And so I didn't necessarily know who my next, like, target person or brand was, right? Um, but I was in L.A., and I went to a conference called Girl Boss Rally. And I went into um, I went into this breakout session, and the CEO of Sugarfina was sitting on the panel. And she was basically talking about how they've created the Sugarfina brand, which I think is the most beautiful brand, and it's like Tiffany and Company for candy, really. And so I, uh, I'm listening to, listening to her talk about how they create these taboo gummy bears. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. Uh, fast forward in my brain, it went to, I had just read this Nielsen data report that said, um, or not fast forward, rewind. My brain was going, I just read this, Nielsen Data Report that said Black Girl Magic is real. And it talked about the buying power and behavior of Black women and how by, the, um, by 2021, um, they'll be the highest spending consumer out of any demographic based off the disposable income that they have. And so me having a background in marketing and working in marketing before, I'm like, are brands paying attention to this? Because I feel like black women are not the target audience uh, for any brand right now, um, yet alone the secondary target audience. But we are a spending consumer of brands. And so the lady continues to talk about how they created a green juice gummy for April Fool's. And it was an April Fool's joke. And people were like, we want it. And so I was like, she should. So I'm sitting there in my seat thinking, how I'm going to go up to her afterwards and say, hey, you should create a gummy called Black Girl Magic. So I proceed to go up to her afterwards, and I introduced myself, and I asked her, I said, hey, have you ever heard of Black Girl Magic? And so she looks at me, and she's like, what? <laughs> Can I even say this? Like, what are you talking about? 
and I proceed to tell her black girl magic is the buying power and behavior of women. And so, um, and it's a rallying call for women to come together and you should create this gummy and we should do a collaboration and I should do a five city tour <laughs> in Sugar Fina locations throughout the U.S. And with many pop-up conferences around the power of black girl magic. And so she tells me, send me an email at contact at Sugarfina. So I thought, okay, well, she probably isn't taking me seriously, number one, but I have to show her how serious I am. So I go home. The conference was in L.A. I go back to Dallas. I create this powerful pitch deck. I put all of the data in it of how she's not capitalizing off of this secondary target audience that she needs for her brand. It took her three weeks to respond. I was on a phone call with her. It took her five weeks to respond after the phone call to say, yes, we want to move forward with this. And we kicked off the tour in February in LA. Wow. That's really, that's so powerful. (laughs) That's such a powerful story. Now, I have a question. Within those three weeks and five weeks span, were you re- trying to reconnect with her or did you just let it sit? I did a connection point, I think, two times within both spans. Um, and the connection that I, I sent her back was more data. Um, so when I would reach back out to her, it was more data um, around, do you realize that 2,400 women-owned businesses were started in 2018? I have the 2,400, 65% of them were African-American women. They need to be in your store to hear these stories. And so it was more me really reiterating data to make her make the decision versus the emotion of how she needed to make the decision. I like how you said that data versus emotion. And I love how you were able to use your, the skills you already had and repurpose them, if you will, into what you're doing now. That's really, that's something we talk about a lot is looking at the skills you already have and going forward, like if you're, if you want to do something different, if you're looking for something different, how you can repurpose those. And it sounds like you have done just that. And I really admire that. Um, Tell me, share with us a little bit how the events went. Um, What did Sugar Fina think? And I don't mean to like hone in on just this one thing, but yeah, I think, no. a, I think oh. a lot of women would be um, so hesitant to go after such a big name. Yeah. Um, the crazy part is that I don't ever want to take small risk, right? Um, so I had a friend who recently had kind of sent me an Instagram DM of some other girl and was like, look, she's talking about sponsorships and she's creating a course for that. You should do that. I'm like, oh, those are small potatoes to me. That's not my desire. I want to go after the biggest things that I can imagine. So to me, if your risks are not scary and don't make you a little bit hesitant, you might not be taking a big enough risk. And so I think that that's important for us to just stop playing small on ourselves. Because when we work for brands, we don't play small. When we're working for organizations, we don't play small. So why are we playing small in our lives? So I think that that's really important. Um, But as far as the tour, the tour sold out in every single city, which to me made me realize how much more of a need that this is. Um, We first started in L.A. And um, and to be honest, when we started in L.A., I think the Sugarfina brand was a little bit taken back because 
Um, I don't think that they thought, oh, no, this is really happening, right? Um, this is a production, and we're creating this space. And so um, I think that they saw the value after we had this big media that picked it up. Pop Sugar picked it up. Forbes picked it up. I mean, we had a lot of big media that picked up the event. Um, but in the sense of, of the women, I think that the women were such in awe of the fact that, um, that we had created this space for them in the lens of creating experiences through the lens of brands because that's what we said, that's our strategy, right? And so we had some of the speakers that were so overwhelmed by it in such a positive manner. Uh, I mean, I can't, even, I can't even lie about this. They had such a great time that some of the speakers honorariums, at the end of the events on some stops, they told me not to worry about it because they were just so happy to be in this space where they could lend their voice in to women that looked like them um, and for women that, that could truly utilize those types of resources. So that just speaks volumes of, of really what we were going after and what we were set after doing. Um, the topics um, for each tour were pretty much the same, but the, the, the voices behind them were so different. And we had people from the VP of Coca-Cola on a panel to the largest influencers in the world. Um, and so um, we just were just excited to be able to be in the space with women. Some of our cities um, were taken back by the fact that, you know, it was a, a tour called Black Girl Magic um, and that there was a ton of black girls filled in a space. And I think that that just goes to show we have so much work to still do. Um, to, to make people feel comfortable around people who do not look like them, sound like them, or came from where they came from. We do have so much work to do. And I feel like it's one of those things, sometimes I feel like we've come so far, and I feel like we have on some levels, but then we just have so much further to go. And I don't think it's a bad thing. I try not to look at it as, well, why aren't we there yet? Sometimes I do. But then sometimes I think... Well, what an honor that it is to be like, this is our life's work. Like, I just can't imagine anything else I'd rather be doing than trying to make this world a better place for my kids. So if we can yeah. do this and just, and just continue pushing it forward and continue accomplishing these, these goals, then I just kind of, I can't wait to see what world that creates for our kids. I really can't. Yeah. Um, yeah. Wow, that just took me back. You saying that just kind of took my breath away a little bit in a good way. And now yes. now I've kind of lost my train of thought. Um, one, <laughs> of <the> things, <laughs> one of the things that I love that you said um, is you were bringing women together and they realized even some of the speakers were so excited to lend their voice to it because their voice mattered. Yeah. And I think I am not a woman of color. I am a woman. And I can I, I know what it's like just being a regular old white woman. So I can't imagine what it's like to be in your shoes. Um, and I just, I really appreciate what you're doing. It's such a, wow, it's just such an, even an honor to speak with you this morning. And I really, I really appreciate you taking the time to speak with me um, and share this story. I just, it's, it's, it just blows me away. Sarah was so good um, to connect us. I'm really, I'm just so excited to talk with you. This has been awesome so far. Yes. yes. Um, 
one of the things that I, you kind of, when you started talking about it, I kind of started having sweats a little bit, um, was you said, <laughs> we need to stop playing small. Yeah. Uh, guilty as charged. Um, <laughs> tell us, is that just something, because some people I think are more, are better naturally to push for bigger and better. And I can't, it seems like you might just be one of those people who's good at pushing those boundaries. Do you ever get scared? Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yes. Okay. So I'll give you an example. This morning I was sitting on my patio, drinking my coffee, reading my devotional. And I know that there's this, this project that I've, I have an opportunity to work on, right? And so while I was sitting there and reading my devotional, um, my prayer was, God, this scares me. Like, what, are you, you're, what you're asking me to go do, the vision that you've given me to go do, is the scariest thing I've ever done. Like, and I don't have any resources to make this happen. So I need to completely lean into you, right? And I think that... Um, when you take it from that approach of whatever your faith is, whatever keeps you grounded um, to allow you to lean into that and who your community is, women who are pouring into you, your husband, your friends, whoever that is, whatever that may look like um, to help you, you know, reinforce that you can do it. Right. Um, but in the same sense, I have always been just a fearless, I, I, I was a fearless child. Um, and I was a fearless child because unlike, you know, some people who might have grown up with a ton of resources, I never did. Um, and I grew up in a household where my mom was domestically abused and I stepped in to be her mother. And um, I was, I've always just been super strong and passionate. And I've always went after what I wanted because I've never wanted myself to be in a situation where I was abused, whether that was physically or at a mental capacity, at an abuse state of not thinking that I'm capable of going after whatever I want, whatever I desire. And so um, for me, the, the reason why I'm so gutsy is because I feel like if I don't do it, someone else will do it. And if I've been given a vision, I believe that God is the provisionary of that, and I need to go after it like I would anything in life, um, full force, so I don't play small, and so that, um, you know, I can really showcase to other women, more importantly, that they cannot, that, that they don't have the luxury of playing small. We don't have the luxury as women to play small right now. There's a women's movement happening that's so powerful. We don't have the luxury or the time to play small. There is work to be done. And I want to make sure that I'm leaving a legacy to my unborn children um, that during this time, during this pivotal moment in history, that their mother was able to truly make reigns happen and change happen and be a trailblazer and a change maker um, for the next generation to come. That is such a good, that is such a good point. Um, one of the things before I started the podcast and when I was really like starting to think about this and what this would look like, I was talking to my husband about it one night and I said, you know, I don't know. I said, my son, you know, he was, he was two at the time. I was like, I'm really ready to go back and do something. But if I do this, this is going to be like a big thing. This is going to take a lot of time and I'm willing to put that in, but am I taking something away from him? 
And Stephen looked at me and he said, Susan, he said, what, what are you going to tell Will when he's older about what you did during this movement? Yeah. And I was like, and when he said that, I was, I I knew that I had to do it. It was just, it was one of those things. I just, I couldn't tell him, sorry, mom thought it was more, and not that raising your children isn't important. It is, it is so important, but this was something for me. I wanted to be able to tell Will, yes, mommy did take time away, but when she did, this is why. And it was, it was important. Yes. So I really appreciate you pointing that out. It's, it's so important. Um, one of the things that I wanted to ask you is starting something like this is hard. It's hard going out on your own. It's hard starting your own thing. And I'm sure you have days where you feel like you're beating your head against a wall. Where do you oh, go yeah. when you need, ins- where do you go for your inspiration? What helps inspire you to keep going? Yeah. Um, it's a couple of things for me. Make To me, it's so important if I'm a leader that I continue to grow. And leaders who do not grow cannot develop. And I just believe that, right? And so for me, I make sure that I do a conference every year. Last year, I did a Girl Pulse Rally. This year, I did the Focus Leader, a Michael Hyatt conference that was just so incredibly powerful. Um, I'm actually right now sitting in front of Indie Beauty Expo in Dallas, and I'm about to go walk the expo because it gives me inspiration on set design and production. So I'm constantly pouring in in the most taboo ways, right, um, that may not, may not necessarily seem completely aligned with exactly what I'm doing, but I try to find inspiration in various ways. Um, and so I think it's important that what you're reading, what you're looking at on TV, all plays a part into how you pour into yourself, right? Um, on days when I feel like I'm a complete loser, I'm a failure, what did I do? Why did I quit my job? Because I do have those moments. I do have those days. Um, I, I really, you know, I go work out or the best therapy for me is watching Ellen and <laughs> she just makes me feel good. And so um, there, I think it, it's different for everyone, but you do have to find the thing that is the, the thing that lights the fire under you, the thing that makes you feel like, because I have this, I can go do this. Um, and so I'm constantly looking for those types of things that, that I can pour into my soul so that I can execute. Because my what I'm doing is pouring into other people. And it can become very draining if no one ever pours into me. So I have to find ways to fill my cup so that I'm full when I'm ready to give to others. That is so important. And I'm really glad you emphasized that. As women, we really have to do that. And I don't think we're yeah. always good at it. I'm not. No. I want to be respectful of your time. But I want to ask you before we go, um, I want to ask you, what is it either from Boss Women Media or just maybe you're speaking on your own somewhere at a conference or something, because I could totally see you doing that if you haven't done it already. Um, What is it that you want women to know about themselves? I want women to know that they are capable of more. And when you don't think that you have capacity for more, think again, right? 
I want women to know that no matter how you grew up or where you came from, that anything is possible. And I want women to know that there are women rallying around them who want them to win. And if you haven't found that woman yet, who is rallying for you, keep looking for her. She, she will come. Um, and, and most importantly, I want women to know that they can cultivate the career and life of their dreams with a little bit of grit, determination, and most importantly, consistency every single day. The days that when they get knocked down, they stay consistent. The, the days when they have the highest of highs, they stay consistent. And I think that that is the most important key for them um, having whatever the success that they desire is that they stay consistent. Yep. That's all I got for that. Yep. <laughs> I, that, that is so well said. So well said. Okay, Marty, tell us where we can find you online. I am here for everything that you are doing. I love it. I love the ideas. I love the idea of you doing these tours. This, this is phenomenal. And I think it's great. And I think it is so, so needed. But it sounds like you already know that since it sold out the last time you did it. Um, tell us where we can find you online. Tell us anything about events coming up. Um, and then I'll make sure to link all of this on our website when it goes live. Yeah. So we are, <clears throat> our, our website is bosswomen.org. You can find us on Instagram at bosswomenmedia. You can find my personal brand on Instagram, Marty Motivate. And we do have our largest event coming up September the 21st. It's Boss Woman of the Year. Um, it'll be at the W Hotel in Dallas on the 33rd floor. We're super excited about it. We'll have 500 plus women um, gathering together for an evening summit experience on celebrating what we call our boss woman of the year in three categories, the boss entrepreneur, the boss corporate queen, and the boss mom, and celebrating our 500 women that will be in this space to let them know if these women can do it, so can you. So I would love for your community to check that out as well. I love those categories. That's awesome. Yeah. Entrepreneur, yeah. mom, like that's so cool and so yeah. needed, so needed. Yes. Yeah. Um, thank you so much for your time and for sharing with me today. I really, really appreciate it. Yes, thank you so much. I so appreciate it. And thank you for letting me speak my authentic truth. I appreciate that. Hey, Pod Sisters. Thanks so much for joining me today. If you're enjoying this podcast, head on over to iTunes or your favorite podcast app and hit subscribe. And while you're there, I'd really appreciate it if you would rate and review it in order to make it easier for others to find. We also have a private Facebook group, the How She Got Here community page, and would love to have you join us there to continue the conversation on today's episode, as well as any other fun How She Got Here content. Thank you again from the bottom of my heart for listening. I'll see you soon.